Hi, I'm Brian, and you're listening to Mysterious Mysteries 21. We'll be talking about the Devil's Tree in New Jersey today. Some of the material we will be discussing is very graphic. Um, listeners' discretion is advised, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alright, so this is going to be one of the, another one of those little 30 to 45 minute episodes, not an hour long. Um, I couldn't get Cade here with me today, unfortunately. It's, it's been a crazy week. Um, 4th of July's next week, or yeah, today's Sunday. So yeah, next week. So, happy 4th of July's to everybody. And got a new listener in Canada uh, sometime this past week. Uh, thank you for the listen. We appreciate it. And we are now in six countries, that's including the United States. So... That's, that's awesome. I'm super happy and appreciate everybody who listens. And I would still love for y'all to get on Facebook or Instagram on uh, Mysterious Mysteries 21. Give us some feedback. I'm bad, good. I'm good with criticism. I don't know about Cade, unfortunately. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, get with us. Uh, give us some feedback. If you like it, if there's something y'all want us to discuss, something y'all want us to do some research on, I will be doing that research. Uh, typically do all the research, but I enjoy it, so it's not a problem. Um, we are on Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Breaker, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcast, and CastBox. So listen to listen to us on any of those. Alright, so, The Devil's Tree. Alright, so this is a very sinister looking tree. And according to the locals, now, I didn't actually go there. This is all the way in New Jersey. Um, this is, I actually found a lot of this information on uh, weirdnj.com about The Devil's Tree. So a lot of this is some of their words. I just found the information. I'm going to read it to y'all. Um, hopefully it goes well so so like I said sinister looking trees but according to the locals everyone in the vicinity of Bernard Township seems to have a story about it they say that at one time a farmer killed his entire family then went to the tree to hang himself according to some numerous suicides and murders occurred around the evil arbor Supposedly, anyone who tries to cut down the tree comes to an untimely end, as it is now cursed. It is said that the souls of those killed at the spot give the tree an unnatural warmth, and even in the dead of winter, no snow will fall around it. So I feel like snow would fall around it. I just feel like maybe it wouldn't stick because of how warm it is. I don't know. I'm I'm actually going to look that up and see... What it looks like during the winter time. I want to see if that's actually a thing. Alright, so. Like I said, this is coming from uh, Weird NJ. So, when Weird NJ visited the Devil's Tree, they noticed evidence that many attempts had been made over the years to fell the unholy oak. But all have failed. The tree stands alone in the middle of a large field off Mountain Road. 
Its trunk has been severely scarred by axes and chainsaws. Some wounds appeared to be quite old. Why no one has yet been successful in toppling the timber, they don't know for sure. Nor do they know what has become of those who have tried. <clears throat> so, one weird NJ reader described the devil trees this way. This is their words. I don't know exactly who said this, but it, it was them, not me. There's a big field. There's a big field, and right near the road is the tree. The only thing in the field, supposedly, is a portal to hell and the sen sentinel guard and a oh I get it okay and a sentinel guards it he drives an old black Ford or pickup and will chase you down the road until a certain point you will see headlights one second and the next nothing the car is just gone so that came I guess from a witness not a reader I mean a reader of course but so another local said that the inherent unholiness of the devil's tree is the result of the evil that men do and should not be blamed on the devil. So now they're just trying to say, you know, it's cursed by the, the evil deeds of man. Alright, so, and then we also get into the KKK. So there's a very evil truth to the mythology of the devil's tree at one time Bernard's Township was one of the central headquarters for the KKK in New Jersey. They held many demonstrations in that town and held many meetings throughout the hills. As per KKK policy, often they would lynch local African Americans to set an example, not only to the African Americans, but also an example of their principles and resolve. That's fucked up. The Devil's Tree was more secluded in those times before the development spread across the rural countryside like blight. It stood in a very isolated area of the woods and fields, far from the prying eyes of the police. The evil energy around the tree comes from the souls of the dead men and women who were killed by this vile organization. If you look at the tree, you can see the, see the leftmost branch extends almost parallel to the ground. This was the hanging branch. Pretty freaky, but true stuff. And I actually have pictures I'm going to post. And, yeah, you'll, you'll see it. <clears throat> Alright, so I don't know if this is, uh, what are they called? Um, Weird NJ. I don't know if this is them saying it or what, but... All of this I did not write. I literally found it and just printed it out and I'm reading it to you. There are some that are have names of whoever wrote a certain passage that I'll be reading to you. So I have no copyrights to any of this, just FYI. Um, I just like, I like people's stories. I like to read people's stories to other people. So, all right, this came from Rob S. I don't know who that is, but Rob S. This is him. To freak ourselves out sometimes, our friends and I would drive down to the road at night telling ghost stories. When the moon is in full red harvest moon and the wind is blowing just right, it looks like there might be bodies hanging from the branch, slowly swaying in the breeze. One of our readers 
and I, this is weird in Jay. Uh, one of our readers reported that at times there have been bodies seen hanging from the branches, though they turn out to be merely uniformed dummies of rival high school football players hung in effigy by the local home team. Alright, and this is coming from Steve K. The Devil's Tree Will Break You. At the time of our, of our arrival to the Devil's Tree, there was a six-foot noose hanging from the big branch, which extends out on one side. We noticed what it looked like claw marks from a person or a very large animal. To get a better view, myself and a friend climbed the tree to see if any of the unique marks were further up. After we climbed up, we were sitting on a branch trying to remove the noose. As we sat on that branch, it be we began to hear noises coming from inside the tree. When the noises grew even louder, a big bang sounded, and a burst of energy came from the tree, sending myself and my friend flying into the air. When I crashed to the ground, I landed on my ankle, breaking it in two places. That sucks. <coughs> Excuse me. Alright, this is coming from Elmo M. The Devil's Tree and the Heat Rock. Right next to the Devil's Tree, there is a rock. It is, a, it is very warm. Some people call it Heat Rock. People say it is the gate to hell. That was all the information he gave on the Heat Rock. So... Okay, so here we go back to the snow. Um, no snow at the Devil's Tree. This was written by Damien. We went to the Devil's Tree in December when the ground was snow covered. However, an 8 by 12 foot circle around the tree and the tree was totally bone dry. Mm -hmm. Later, when we were driving home, one of our friends thought he was cool because he took a piece of bark off the tree and had it on him in the car. We pulled the car over, yelled at him, and made him throw it out the window. So, and I do believe, you know, you can bring bad karma with you. Like, if it's a bad situation or bad, bad mojo, don't take anything as a souvenir. That stuff will follow you. I do believe in that. Mark of the Devil, written by Melissa C. My friend and I went up to Devil Tree one night and got out of the car and I touched it. Afterwards, we went to Applebee's to get something to eat, and everyone was sitting at the tables. Tables. Suddenly, had had all of our hands turn black. We don't know why, but it took us two and a half hours to get the blackness off of our hands. I don't know if that was like the your palm of your hands, top of your hands, or your just your whole hand. I don't. I don't know. Matt W writes the Children of the Tree. We have all heard the story of not messing with the devil's tree. So we were smart and didn't mock the tree. We went right next to the tree and put our ears next to the bark. We heard sounds of screaming and children playing. Fuck that. I'd be out. Kids scare me. Fuck that. Nope. Alright, so Brian D. A shocking experience. I went up to the devil's tree this past mischief night with two of my friends both of whom were girls I just wanted to scare them I told them all the stories and all the tall tales that went along with it I parked the car and proceeded to get out and walk to the tree I got within arm's distance and reached out and I touched it as I had many times before it's kind of like a ritual 
he has. When I placed my hand on the tree, a single strike of lightning illuminated the sky. I don't know what caused it to happen, but when I touched the tree, the lightning struck. And when I took my hand off, the lightning disappeared. Well, yeah, lightning doesn't stay in the sky forever. Could have been a coincidence, or could have been a paranormal proof of the legend's truth. Either way, I thought it was cool, and it scares the hell out of me now. Alright, then we got a long one from... Anonymous. So, Mr. Anonymous, don't pee on the devil's tree. That was his title. I'm reminded of an incident which occurred about eight years back when I was in high school concerning the devil's tree. We had all heard the legend of this infamous spot and that there was so much talk of it around my school. One night, my friends and I decided to pay it a visit and see for ourselves how true this legend was. We headed out and came upon the tree. We all began to have very bad feelings and decided to scrap our idea of actually getting out of the car and approaching the scene. We turned around and left without incident. About a week or so later, the talk of the tree began to escalate and one of the kids in the popular crowd began saying it was all a bunch of bullshit. A few days later, his mind would be changed forever. This guy and a carload of his other rowdy types decided to go up and see the tree that weekend. On Friday night, they began their journey up the mountain to see what it was all about. <clears throat> a friend of mine was in that car, and his story is as follows. Apparently, after cruising back and forth several times, the kids were getting bad vibes and wanted to leave. The kid who was driving and who was on and who was the one proclaiming in school that the story was bullshit, became angry at the wimps, quote-unquote, for having bad feelings. He stated to his friends that he was going to prove once and for all that the story was nothing and that he, hasn't, and he wasn't fazed by it. So he pulled his car over on the side of the road right before the bend and got out. Marching up to the tree, he began yelling challenges to his so-called spirits. Nothing happened. So to further prove his fearlessness, pulled down his pants and urinated all over the base of the tree. Still nothing happened. He muttered a, I told you so, and got back into the car. After starting the car, he began to drive towards a bend in the road slowly. Suddenly, without warning, the gas pedal of the car became floored to the car sped up by itself. Surprised at this happening, the guy was unable to control the car and it skidded out of skidded out and collided into a tree the kids in the car sustained minor injuries but the car was totaled i showed the stories of the devil tree featured in your magazine to my sister as i read the tales aloud she became very pale and when i got to the part about the headlights which followed you when you go out suddenly i asked her what was wrong and she replied oh my god i went up there about a year ago and got chased out by the same black pickup truck it was severely it was severely tailgating me and when we got to a short distance away the lights were just gone she and I had never gone back there since <clears throat> alright so Basking Ridge Devil's Trees named most haunted place in New Jersey Apparently, it's one of the scariest places in New Jersey. Uh, so 
Baskin Ridge, New Jersey. Growing up in Summerrest County, it was almost a rite of passage to hear the check out the rumors surrounding the ever so spooky Devil's Tree in Baskin Ridge. Now, Thrillist magazines have named it the most haunted place in New Jersey and one of the most scariest places in America. <clears throat> a purported meeting place for the KKK, notorious suicide site, and rumored gateway to the depths of the hell. Devil's Tree is infamous among locals and has evolved into a calling tourist attraction. According to Thrillist, legend has it, anyone who harms a tree will suffer swift and violent retribution. So naturally, it has become a tradition for ballsy teens across the Garden State to pee on its trunk. The infamous tree stands alone in an open field off a mountain road like we talked about earlier in Bernard's Township, right on the border of Martinsville section of Bridgewater and continues to draw in thrill seekers from all over the Garden State and beyond. So legend has it that the tree has been cursed since as far back as the 1920s when the group of KKK members were rumored to hold cross burnings and hangings off their limbs of the tree, like we talked about earlier. <clears throat> Baskin Ridge historian, also known as M.M.R. Oh. I just actually sounded out. MrLocalHistory.org uh, Brooks Betts confirmed there was in fact an active KKK clan located just down the road at Bridgewater side near Route 202-206 in Brown Road where the Hindu temple now stands. However, the clan active activities have not been proven. Alright, so Betts said <clears throat> one of the different Rumors is that one of the guys, a grand wizard of the clan who owned the property of Bridgewater, would hold a series of KKK activity and cross burnings. And instead of doing it on the Bridgewater property, they did it on that tree. There were tales of lynching and cross burning, but nothing was substantiated. Another rumor revolves around a farmer who lived in the white farmhouse that had stood adjacent to the tree who had murdered his entire family at the home and then hung himself on that tree. Bet said there is no record of the murders ever being reported, so that's probably just a wise tale rumor. You know, your local stories. <clears throat> um, and this is still Bet's talking. The property then lay dormant until the 1960s when a couple of local kids invented a story about a rogue white pickup truck, which black but would come up over the hill and kill you Beth said he spoke to one of these boys later who told him that they made up the story and drove the haunted pickup in an attempt to keep people off the property so they could hang out and drink by the tree the tree has been has since been called a porter to hell because of all the rumors supposedly right, and this is what Betts wrote in a piece about the tree years ago Supposedly, anyone who tries to cut down the unholy oak comes to an untimely end. As it is now cursed, it is said that the souls of these, those killed at the spot gave the tree an unnatural warmth. And even in dead winter, yeah, we already, we already know about that. And we also know the tree gained much more attention after Weird NJ published the story of the tree in 2012. To this day, thrill seekers come out to the tree and try to press their luck and see if they end up cursed. Some try to touch a tree while others pee on it or try to cut it or burn it down. You can still see the axe and burn marks permanently branded onto the tree. 
Many took pieces of the spark as souvenir or proof that they were at the tree. With, with much commotion surrounding the tree, the township designated the area a park and where the field and the tree are now sanctioned and protected. The tree has a protection chain link fence around the trunk and the park remains closed with Bernard Township Police patrolling the area for trespassers. Betts noted that there is some element of truth when you look at the rumors, but when you dig deeper, it doesn't all check out. So it's probably just one of those spooky legends that a lot of towns have, you know, <clears throat> you know, a bunch of different stories like that in especially small towns. So, but yeah, that, I didn't want to make this a long episode. It's, uh, it's been a week, but I, I don't want to skip a week. I want to keep doing this at least once a week, whether it be with, you know, Kate and I, or just me by myself, or, you know, maybe bringing someone else in as like a guest, like I did that one episode with my mother. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit about the devil's tree. Um, this is coming from weirdnj.com. Y'all can go actually look it up. Um, like I said, I'm going to post pictures of it online on my Instagram and Facebook. Just so y'all can kind of see. Um, honestly, to me, when I look at it, it looks like a tree. Just saying. Um, nothing crazy about it. It's literally just a tree. And it honestly looks like in some of these pictures... There's a lot less branches. I don't know if they're just falling off or people are cutting them off. But, oh, the park closes half an hour after sunset. Violators will be prosecuted. They actually had that sign up uh, right in front of the tree. But, yeah, so that's a little bit over the Devil's Tree. Um, it's kind of interesting. Uh honestly probably would not go there to visit it um if i wanted to visit a tree i'd go to my backyard and just call it a devil's tree just because it looks dark and creepy so yeah um also i don't know if i said this in past episodes but i actually created the music you're hearing in the background it's an original by me um I really don't know if I mentioned this. Anyways, every episode, it's going to have the same the same music. Well, let me rephrase that. Uh, how do I explain it? Alright, so it's going to be the same music, but depending on what we're talking about or what I'm talking about, we will change the tone or the instrument, the speed of said music to kind of go with it. But I just wanted to be more original with my sound so when you jump on this podcast and you start listening to it you know exactly like before we even say our intro you know exactly what podcast this is um though we're still getting started um we are up to 187 listens um i know some podcasters that's nothing that's little and 
will probably tell us to quit while we're ahead, but honestly, I don't plan on quitting anytime soon. I enjoy doing the research, like I've said in the past. I enjoy seeing new countries pop up that have taken the time to listen to one or two or all of our episodes. Uh, it's it's kind of cool that people all over the world can listen to this stuff because I'm the same way I I'll read it read about it a lot of the times but if I'm in the car or something like that of course you can't fucking read when you're driving um, people do it though God forbid people do it <laughs> so uh, yeah I'll listen to podcasts you know murder mysteries uh, conspiracy theories stuff like that I enjoy the hell out of it it uh definitely makes my hour and 15 minute commute to work every morning seem a lot quicker so I'm happy about that um hopefully next week uh the 4th of July week um we should have a very disturbing one with which is very very graphic uh a lot of triggers, I'm sure, for a lot of people who listen to this kind of stuff. Um, so, listener discretion is advised for that episode, and I will go into more detail when we do that episode. It's it's very dark. Um, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, kind of excited for it because. <clears throat> All right, I'm just gonna stop there. Nope. I don't want. Nope. I'm gonna give it away. Alright, so, like I said in the beginning, uh, we're on Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and CastBox. That was the new one that added us a couple weeks ago, and I kept forgetting who it was. Uh, I got it wrote down in front of me now, so thank you, CastBox, for uh, picking us up. That's, uh, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> we get a lot of listens on Spotify, so thank you, Spotify, for... Well, Spotify and Anchor. Thank you both. Uh, Anchor's part of Spotify, so. Um, on Facebook and Instagram, please get in contact with us. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, give us some ideas. And if there's something that happened in your local town or your country or wherever you are, um, let me know. And I'll, I'll love to do the research on it and could be a possible future episode I do have a list so and I'm constantly adding to it eventually we are going to get out of the United States a little and uh, venture into like Canada and Europe India Egypt that kind of thing Uh, just trying to get a a base set up right now Um, so yeah um, it's gonna be a short episode I uh, hope you like it. Uh, kind of enjoyed it, honestly. Um, thank you, everybody who's listened. Uh, again, Patreons at Patreon slash Mysterious Mysteries Twenty One. If you want to go on there and give us a little donation, that would be awesome, and we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, you're not required to. Don't worry. 
but eventually we will have bonus bonus episodes, so you will be required to participate in the Patreon to get those bonus episodes, unfortunately. Uh, but we'll still do weekly episodes, if work allows, of course. So, uh, that's all I have for y'all today. Um, if I don't if I don't make another episode by 4th of July, everyone, please be safe, be smart. Um, thank you, first responders, for everything that y'all do. And I know this weekend is going to be crazy for y'all. And I hope all y'all stay safe as well out there. And don't give these retards too much crap. They don't know what they're doing. If they do, they're doing it wrong, apparently. But thank y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day, wonderful night, wherever you're at. And we'll see y'all next time. Bye.